Hello, this is Carson Marshall, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Clearing the Stage. I've so enjoyed really diving into this work and putting these episodes out. I'm recording here at the New World Symphony Center in Miami, Florida, and I feel really excited about this episode. Our guest is Crystal Denise Garcia. I first met Crystal on Clubhouse and was immediately taken by her enthusiasm and infectious positive energy. She is a self-love coach, author, professional transformational speaker, and poet, and she is powerful. I've had the opportunity to work with her one-on-one, and she has honestly helped me to some incredible realizations, not limited to the realization that she needed to be on this show. So, I commissioned her to lead a meditation and create a spoken word piece, which she created from the prompt, Center Tension Release. And she ran with it. I absolutely love what she has created, and I'll turn it over to her in a moment, but if this is your first time listening, welcome. It's a little different than your usual guided meditation. So, in order to get the full benefit of this episode, I invite you to grab your favorite pair of headphones, try to give this experience your undivided attention, and maybe find a place where you can fully relax and won't be physically disturbed for the next few minutes. And with that, let's settle in and get ready for Crystal to lead us through hell. Welcome to Hell, the Meditation. This meditation, as you can tell by the title, is not for everyone, so please proceed with extreme caution. If you are in a critical mental health space, please exit this meditation and find healthy, nurturing, and safe support that you trust. This meditation is for people who are ready to do a deep dive into the unconscious blocks that were put in place by societal and familial grooming. If at any time of this meditation you feel disturbed or unsafe, leave the meditation, focus gently on your breathing, put your feet on a firm surface or your hands. Focus on the objects around you or close your eyes if that feels more comfortable. If you choose to proceed, remember you can exit this meditation at any time. You are in control. You are safe. Prepare yourself before you begin this meditation. Make sure you have used the facilities and that you have eaten and are hydrated. Keep a glass of water by where you will be to make sure you keep your hydration in place. This is important. If you do not have a glass of water available to you right now, please take a moment and pause this meditation to get one. Find a comfortable place to sit or lay down. Make sure your body is not in any pain. Sometimes we are so used to pain, we do not pay attention to it. Take the time now to pay attention to your body. Is there any discomfort? If so, gently readjust yourself. This is not to comment on chronic pain, if that is something that you deal with, then just adjust yourself so that you can minimize the pain that you experience if possible. Now, take your time and start to be present with your body. Starting from the top of your head, just pay attention to the sensations that are going on. 
from the top of your head to over your eyes. Pay attention to how your nose is feeling, your lips, move them if you like, your jaw, wiggle it a bit. Just pay close attention to each part of your body. Pay attention to your neck and your shoulders. Pay attention to the sensation of your arms. Pay attention to your elbows, your forearms, your wrists, your hands. You can move your wrists if you like. Wiggle your fingers a little bit as you place your hands comfortably down. Pay attention to your spine and the base of your spine. Be present with the weight of your body against the surface. Be present with your legs, your thighs, your knees, your shins, and your calves. Be present with your ankles. You can move them if you like, if that feels comfortable. And now be present with the sensation of your feet and your toes, if you are able to. Take your time and just feel your whole body gently relax. Let go of anything that may be causing a strain right now. You're about to go on a journey. For this journey, we are going to call in your protectors. These will look different for everybody. We may have one or a few. They will be important on this journey to add a bit of safety to make you know that you are safe and you are protected. If this is your first time you have tried to connect with your protectors, you can begin by just being present and taking a moment with your breath. Breathe in, breathe out. Take a moment to just listen closely. Take a moment and be present in the silence and simply ask, who is my protector? Who are my protectors? This may seem silly at first, but give it some time and just listen. Pay attention to any imagery that shows up. Do not be afraid if the imagery you see is unconventional. Just remember, these are protectors, and they are safe. How our protectors look are influenced by the things we've seen in our life, starting at early childhood. So what may have been feeling very safe to a child might seem odd or just scary to an adult. But just remember, these are your protectors. Try to let go of conventional ways of things looking.
If your protector has horns, don't be afraid. If your protector looks like part animal, it's okay. If your protector looks like whatever you see, don't be afraid. Just trust yourself. Ask your protector to identify themselves. Ask them if they have a name they would like to share. They might not, or they may just have a feeling or send you images. Be gentle with this process. Be loving towards your protectors. They are there to protect you. Sometimes we limit ourselves by what society says things should look like. So this should be a very gentle practice of letting go of the hold of what society tells us is protective and what society tells us is not. And just trust your protectors as they show up and challenge yourself to be open to whatever they look like when you finally connect with them and receive them with love and acceptance, take some time to really sit in the energy of them. Make note of how many there are. Is it one? Is it three? Is it seven? Is it 17? Just pay attention to who is there with you. And if you need to, pause this and just take the time to really connect with each one of them. This is important as you create your relationship with your protectors, as they will be there with you throughout this journey. When you are ready, listen. They say to you, Welcome. Don't be afraid of the archetypes that may show themselves to you in this journey. The myths, the dark fantasies. Don't be afraid. We are here. We will protect you. And they are never what they seem to be after all. Your protector or protectors are here to support you on this journey. They will not falter. Nothing is stronger than them. And you can call on them if you are too afraid to go forward. If this process gets too intense at any time, either ask them for support or ask them for their support in exiting. Or simply stop this meditation. Take some time to focus on your breath. Put your feet on a solid surface and ground. Then rest, hydrate, and move into doing something relaxing and gentle. This meditation is not for everyone, and that is not a challenge. Please be gentle with yourself. This is a very vulnerable meditation. So remember to self-care and be prepared to leave if you need to at any time. That is your right. You deserve to feel safe at all times. Now, we begin. Now come on this journey with me through hell. Walk with me as I share with you. I feel my bare feet against the solid ground, clumping dried and bereft of life scattered firmly across it. A thick red hue permeates my surroundings. I have reached the bottom of the pit. My body lags as I stand in motion. Large bodies of sand and rock loom above me. I feel so very small in this abyss. I feel so very lonely. Begrudgingly, I put one foot before the other as I walk deeper into hell. My heart aches the ache of a heart betrayed by love, by life, by lie after lie. Pressure after pressure, demand after demand, for me to be anything but who I am, 
who I know myself to be. I recall my full glory from a past that has never existed, a past that I have looked back on in fond future-driven memories, where I lived a life that was comfortably beckoning. But wall after wall, judgment after judgment, I have been locked away from my own kingdom and thrown into a spiral of regret, repression, and resignation. My sexuality leaks with shame across the ground. I step through its feral puddle. It was once a great pond. It was once a desert. It hides now here with me in this deep crevice of nothing. I reach a tall black door. It is as tall as a small building. I do not have the might to open it, yet unfortunately it requires no effort at all. It senses me and spreads wide its invitation. It opens to a dark fog. My legs are moving on their own as I enter the descent. Stepping through the fog, everything becomes crisp and sharp. To my left is a river of lava, a lake of thick flames. The river is at the same level of the ground and licks the edges hungrily. To my right are sharp stalagmites shooting up from the floor. Above me, high above, are deep red stalactites pointing down venomously from above. Ahead of me is a seemingly endless walk. I dredge along the wide path of the underground. As I continue, I hear the screams. I keep my sight straight ahead, not daring to look, but knowing full well what is out of sight. The song of the tortured begins to fill the deep cavern of where I am. I recognize the voices, but I cannot quite put my finger on it. You, on the path, save me! I do not look. I do not have the desire. Though somewhere in me, there is an ache from deep within my belly, calling me to understand. I just can't quite understand yet. So I keep walking. The ground beneath my feet is oddly cold. Sand sifts through my toes. I suddenly feel drops of rain on my head and see the drops. Darken the red sand ahead of me. I wipe my face. There is no rain in this cave. Blood has arrived. The smell of it is thick. I need to get out of here. I begin to race across this arid land, the screams rising and falling as I push past them, avoiding the view. My lungs push harder than they have had to. I don't know how I got here. I need to go home. Just as quickly as the memory of home comes back, I remember all that was at home is what fabricated the ticket that brought me here. I feel myself collapse onto the ground. I've been running for so long but to no avail. I curl up in a fetal position. I close my eyes tight. Fear says, hear me, meet me, hold me, love me. Fear does not wish to reveal itself, but it does. In wide eyes, in fogged mind, in stiffened body, its mightiness can feel like electric current branching out through body, or a belly full of anxiety born knots, twisting cognitive dissonance like a frayed lullaby. It is a remembered boogeyman or woman that lived under the bed of trauma and pulled itself from under the forgotten with its languid fingers made of shame and bile. Nightmares unfolding, equipped with ways to make the body shake. Fear sits naked in the sewer, a sight of horror, neglected, unseen, rotting. When you set your eyes on fear, oh, what fear becomes. Not because it stops looking scary, but because when it is seen by your eyes, it begins to be loved and your love makes fear beautiful in its own unique way. And fear has so much to share, so much to reveal. When your eyes are on it, it will show you wonders, but first it will show you 
terror. This path will never end. There is no way out. There is no exit in sight. I think of the people who I love who won't get to enjoy my laughter again, for I feel my laughter was swallowed whole by the screams. I think of those who have supported me, the few, the many, those who I could not hear over the rush of the lava river. I think of my future fantasies of history, the ones where I look back on a life well lived, the ones that were ripped away like paper planes in a tornado, by the many innuendos, multiple casual dominations, my dreams choked by societal toxic standards, laying claim to my gender, my sexuality, my creativity, my body, my friendships, my family, my romance, and my voice. I wonder who I really am in the midst of all of these projections. I feel a small breeze. This alerts me and my eyes snap open. Still in hell, I look around me. I see the forms writhing in the lava crying out for me. I look and see shadows weaving in and out of view. Where is the breeze coming from? I look ahead down the path. I squint. Is, is that light? A twinkle in the distance. With renewed vigor, I leap to my feet, feeling the pain of the sand, which now feels like tiny glass beneath my feet. I push forward. I see it. It's growing as I near. Suddenly, I am hit with a wave of sadness, and I trip over the weight of it. I fall to my knees. So much. So much time spent in this place, feeling like I cannot leave. Is it possible I can? Is it possible I, I, I can be free? What if I do not deserve what is waiting for me? What if all the stories were right? I hear a whisper, not of this world, say to me, Sink into your body. Feel. Feel it all. That is the door. I can't fully understand what this means. The door? There is something familiar about this voice. Something like a homecoming that I have forgotten. Something safe. So I trust. So I sink in. I feel the weight of my body. Sadness says, feel me. Love me. Sadness reveals in the ache of the body, the heaviness of the shoulders, exhaustion in the eyes, the collapse upon the bed, the inevitable desire to stay put indefinitely, the limbs feeling as if being pulled from pounds of sand in a remote desert, forgotten by most, inquired by none, the fake smile hiding torment, wishing to normalize, the numbness trying to provide release but producing existential paradox instead. I feel the weight of the sorrow. I feel the deep ache of my heart. I let myself slowly, gently, make sounds of ache, a moan. And ugh, and ugh, my body starts to sob. I feel it. Deep, this pain. A rage riding its wave, this rage pain. I vacillate between anger and pain. I let the waves of emotion just surge through me. I howl a guttural yell to all of hell around me. Anger says, respect me. Love me. And the crimson tide whispers demise, but reveals silence. A thundering echo building like a drum roll from deep in the belly, burning hot like fire in the throat and emitting fire through vocabulary. 
of violent egress, made not for others' ears but my own, simply to live wild in the wind until it is time to be interpreted through grounded ferocity and open-hearted nonviolence. But for now, just me and the elements need to witness this anger naked, raw, and alive, spirited, and witness with respect and awe, but also know the fragility of who I am. As anger, I erupt because I am so delicate. Anger is fragile, and so you must be with me as if pressing upon a pedal. I let my fist punch the air. I let my whole body kick in anger and swing about, careful not to hit my surroundings, careful not to hurt myself. A fear shakes me. I let my body shake. I let my arms, I shake my legs to give the fear the conduit it needs to move through my body. I shake, making sounds of fear. The fear becomes so prevalent, I just lay there, still, and stare. I feel the anger rise again protective, ripping me out of the tendrils that keep me immobile. With great effort, I climb to my feet, the rage thundering my steps. No, I will not eat your projections. No, I do not need to take on your views of me. No, my sexuality is not yours. No, my gender and how I show up in my gender is not your choice. No, you cannot eat my dreams. No, I do not have to fit your misery. No, I will not comply with your domination. No, I will not stay silent because my joy confronts you. No, I will not believe taking care of myself and putting my needs first is a negative. I feel myself rip away as if freed from a deep slumber. The twinkle turns into bright bursts of light as a door swings wide open. I feel a roar behind me, and the people in the lake of fire screaming for me to run, and my protectors running beside me, and I do. I run with every strength I have and do not have. I race towards the light, a feeling of freedom building in my chest, elation and fear mixing together as I race towards the exit. I am close, so close. I feel behind me a deep heat rising, chasing me. My protectors scream, go, we will take care of this, go, we'll meet you on the other side. I reach the opening and leap through with all of my body. I land on wet sand and instinctively look back. The door slams shut, swallowing a rage-filled scream. I am left on a warm beach. Gentle waves lap at the shore, like a sweet giggle exploring. Birds ride the wind. I take a deep breath and look around me. Ahead is the beach, as far as the eye can see. To my right are gentle sands leading into grass hills. I feel joy rise to my heart and hear myself let out a giant whoop of joy. I am free. I did it. I am out of hell. I didn't think I could make it. The sands here are cool and moist with life. No longer running for my life, I begin to run with joy. Run with freedom. Leaping in the air like a child who believes they can fly, I feel my body soar with aliveness, with possibility. Anything is possible. From the sands of hell to the sands of life, I frolic and enjoy the fresh perspective of temperature, air. I see walking figures non-invasive coming towards me, figures with an energy to them that feels calm, nurturing, soothing. They are soon before me with loving smiles on their face. We knew you would make it, and we told you we'd meet you on the other side. 
the protectors, are here. They announce themselves to you. Take time and enjoy them. I know if I should find myself collapsed into hell again, my protectors will be by my side. We walk down the beach together. I feel loved and protected. We are here with you, always. Here, within. Another figure emerges, gently walking until they are face to face with me, and I am face to face with me? They look into my eyes and speak. Does my voice sound familiar? I recognize my own voice. I recognize the voice in hell, yes. That was me. I am you asking to be saved. I knew you had the fortitude to save me. To save us. To save yourself. I am in awe of having met myself in hell. And in gratitude of seeing my own strength in pulling myself out and allowing the support of my protectors who are indeed simply an aspect of me as well. I am the powerful and healthy free I seek to be. Savor this. Drink in the love, respect, protection, and appreciation of your protectors. Thank them. Know you deserve this love and protection. Know you yourself are health. Let any lies that linger fall to the ground and let the ocean wash them away. Or hand them to your protectors who will alchemize it into love, joy, possibility. You're not alone. You're supported with all that you need within you. Now, take a look at your surroundings before you start to come back into your room. Drink in the sounds around you. See the seagulls flying blissfully up above. Your protectors watching you with delight, joy, and pride. See yourself free on the shores, protected amongst protectors, freed by you. Feel the ease, joy, relaxation, and how truly free you are. Let that all come into your heart. Let it all soak in deep into your body. When it feels right, take a deep breath and drink it all into your entire experience. Your mind and your body. Feel the deep clarity in your body and mind, like a refreshing breeze. Gently, slowly start to wiggle your fingers and toes if you are able to. Feel the weight of your body on your chair or bed. Tenderly move your jaw. Feel your body heavy on the surface you are seated on or laying down on. Pay attention to your breath. Nothing to change about your breath. Simply pay attention. Get present to your eyelids. Move your eyes slowly with your eyes closed. And when you are ready, open your eyes into a gentle gaze. Stay in your seated or laying down position. Look directly ahead of you. No need to rush to move your head yet, unless you are ready to and feel comfortable to. Take your time coming out of this meditation. Be aware of any need to rush out of this process and allow yourself the time to slowly come out of this meditation instead. No need to rush. You deserve this time to re-enter your surroundings with care. Slowly move your neck and face to your left, then slowly turn your neck and face to the right, keeping a gentle gaze. Let yourself smile if it feels right. You just came through hell. 
That is a mighty triumph. It's okay to be joyful. If you're not joyful, that's okay too. Just be present with your body right now and trust what you feel is exactly where you need to be right now. Begin to slowly move your shoulders. Twist them left to right. Bring them back to front. Then again, twist them left to right. Bring them back to front. Again, slowly and with care, no force. Let yourself stretch your arms out any way they wish to. Let your legs gently move how they want. If that's a stretch or a tap or simply staying put. That glass of water you left for yourself, make sure to drink even if it's a sip. Hydration is important and will support you in this transition out of your meditation as well. You've done well. Make sure to acknowledge yourself. Give yourself something wonderful that feels healthy and self-nurturing as a way to celebrate. It could be taking time to draw for the sake of drawing. Throw out anything that says you can't draw. If you can access a pencil or pen or markers, etc., you can draw. Let your inner critic sit this one out. Or draw yourself a nice bath, if that feels good. Or light some candles and listen to music. Whatever feels like a celebration to you, indulge yourself in a healthy way. You deserve it. After all, you just got yourself through hell. And know you can return to this meditation any time you need to pull yourself out of a dark place. And now you know that you have everything you need to do so. Even if during your day, when you may be in a meeting or having a difficult time in travel and cannot access this meditation, your protectors are always there. Remember, they are simply an aspect of you. And you can support yourself out of hell at any moment during the day. You've shown yourself that you can trust that. Have a beautiful one. You are not alone. Let the support and love around you in. After all, we rise, we rise together. Hello again. I hope you got as much out of Crystal's performance as I did. And man, that glass of water tasted good. If you want to know more about Crystal, you can follow her on Clubhouse at Open Hearts Unite and tell her Carson sent you. You can also learn more about her at www.openheartsunite.org. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know on Instagram. I love hearing feedback about this work. That's kind of why I do it. And if you want to help me out, consider following the show, leaving a review, or sharing this with someone that you think could benefit from this work. And with that, I'd like to say thank you for showing up, and as Crystal likes to say, we rise, we rise together.